Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Mr. Mauer, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, we got the MC of Marvel NDC, Mr. Moshko. You, you had to do something that rhymed. That's that's fantastic. And uh, we'll keep going, but I'm going to start kicking it over here. Yes, you can start kicking it. And then we've got, you know, the Baba Booey, our own Baby Huey. What <laughs> is going on? <laughs> Beep you, Mauer. <laughs> for our, for you. our Howard Stern fans out there, uh, come on, Huey, you you really are. I know, I I am. You're our baby, Baba Bowie, baby B- you're, Bowie. You're about to baby call Bowie. me a babe. <laughs> baby. I was gonna call you Baby Bowie, <laughs> Baby Bowie, and Baba Huey. <laughs> okay, it's been a long, long week. Um, we've it's got- only Monday. Well, but it's Wednesday, Wednesday and yeah. what's that mean? <laughs> the news that is new. That's <laughs> where we're going to talk about the comic-related current events. Comic-related current events. Um, we've got tons of stuff. Like we are going to break down all of those breaking news from Marvel and DC that happened at New York Comic Con. <laughs> we're also going to check out Superman as he joins a new group. And then we got the Ghostbusters joining the MCU? Wait, what? You can tell that I was in charge of making our headlines this week because they are all clickbaity as beep. Um, Let's start with New York Comic Con and all this crazy news that's coming out. All of it. All right, (laughs) and we're done. That's really it. Um, (laughs) So we have to give it to Reed Pop. They did still try to give fans something of a Comic-Con at New York uh, dealing with these pandemic circumstances. But with the crowds being reduced as low as they were, it didn't make sense for Marvel or DC to really put a lot of money and effort into going there. Um, And I really think that DC fandom, as successful as it was, and honestly as entertaining as it was last year, you know, they don't really have to go to these cons if they don't want to. They can get all that ad revenue and website clicks on their own and still give a great, you know, kind of interactive fan experience. So I don't know what you guys think, but I have a feeling that cons, at least everything other than San Diego, are about to change. Well, especially since DC's fandom is this coming weekend. So it being so close to New York Comic Con, you know, why would they go there? Well, and the fandom came because there was no New York Comic Con last year. Correct, correct. So, I don't know. I enjoyed fandom. Baby Huey, you were too. over here. We watched a good chunk of it that one day. We watched a couple hours of that. Yeah, that's it when, was... You know, we, that's where we fell in love with the uh, first teaser trailer of the, uh, the Batman. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, and it was what got you and I to watch uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon. Yes, we, 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 they, they showed like a, little, a little snippet of the it show. It was like an like, interview of her answering as oh, Harley right. Quinn. Yes, and we're like, this actually's kind of good. We've been trashing it, so let's check it out. <laughs> they've, uh, they've done a nice job teasing some of the stuff that's coming uh, leading up to it. So that's, you know, I'm excited for that trailer. The, Me too. The real trailer, that's going to be nice to see. I'm, I'm excited for this whole weekend for it. Yeah, I think like a lot of the things that Marvel used to do in the past was more so around the media, so TV, movies, things like that. We've got what Disney Day coming up on November twelfth, I believe. Disney so Plus Day. Disney Plus Day. Get it right, Moshko. Come on. Hey, gotta have that plus. <laughs> but with Disney Plus Day, we'll get to the plus in a little bit. Um, <laughs> with the Plus Day and with Fandom, you know they're kind of controlling their own destiny. One, two. They're making it almost impossible for things to leak because they're controlling it. They're controlling what's going out. And I believe they figured out a way where you can watch things and they can make it where you can't screen capture it. Um, Now, you could take a video of it with your phone. Right. But, you know, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Um, I don't think that New York Comic Con, even when it comes back to full blast, is going to be the TV-centric con that it used to be mm-hmm. i think what we saw this past weekend is more or less what it's going to be moving forward and cons are changing because of the pandemic um we're seeing the ripple effect hell monster mania because of the pandemic finally forced them to go to a new venue and now they're doing that going forward because they've realized oh wait it's, it's better. better yeah <laughs> um I mean, and, a couple of our, our cons have been move, moving to, uh, what, Oaks PA? Well, that's everything now. Monster Mania is at Oaks. I'm excited for that because I like that, that venue a lot. Yeah, it's not too small, not too big. Easy to get to. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling when all of this... Free parking. <laughs> when all of this <laughs> kind of uh, slows down, we're going to have a new lease on conventions because a lot of the smaller companies went out of business. Mm-hmm. A lot of the bigger companies saw it wasn't worth them investing. So we're now getting this like middle tier of quality cons and the actors and such are going to make their appearance. It's not going to be as spread out. Uh, So we'll see what's Mm. happening. But that is all the news from New York Comic Con. Let's not forget all those really small budding media companies that are looking to branch out and do more. (laughs) Hint, hint. hint. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a good time to do what we all do and what we love and the crossover fandoms are, it looks like it's finally starting to intertwine more. Um, but yeah, it's times are a changing. And, and they're, they're changing for somebody in the comics too. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, uh, we've got Jonathan Kent, otherwise known as Superman, uh, Wait, super, super, Superman, uh, super boy. No, Superman. Superman. He's a man, baby. Um, <laughs> and he's joining a new group that's not the Justice League. It's not the Justice Society. He's joining the LGBTQ plus group and came out as bi. So what do we think of this? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. I mean, great. You know, that's the... Uh, I think we're, we're we all kind of look at this and we're like, all right, is 
because we talked about it before, you know, are are they is DC forcing this? Are they, you know, like there are some, you know, companies, shows, all that good stuff out there that that kind of you know want this stuff out there to make them look good. I mean, that's that's a lot of this now. Time will tell whether this is one of those things where you know DC is just pandering the the idea of inclusion here. So here's what I think happened. This is coming, uh, Superman's son of Kal-El number five. Uh, Jonathan uh, enters a relationship with Jay Nakamura, who is a hacktivist, and goes on from there. Now, Jonathan Kent is a character that's in the f- this iteration is like five years old. Um, so it makes sense if you're going to do it. This is still a newer character in their growth and development, and he was a child up until recently. He's only, what, 17 now? Mm-hmm. So right, he went off off with his father or his grandfather and the time up. was different. Yeah. He came back. So this makes sense. What didn't make sense to me is when Tim Drake, they did this storyline for now. I understand they were planting seeds for that. I said, and I said, I was okay with that because seeds were planted over the last like 20 years, but I don't think that hit the way they wanted it to. So they had to shift gears and put that storyline possibly with Jonathan because you can't ignore Superman being bisexual. You know, a Robin or a Nightwing or a secondary character like that, it's not really going to make the statement they want. So I have a feeling this is not as much pandering as it is mm-hmm. altering what their initial plans were because the plans didn't make a splash either way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a huge outrage. It wasn't a huge support. This is going to get a big splash no matter what. We'll see how it goes and if they retcon it in six months or not. Yeah, because <laughs> their next crisis is right around the right around the corner, most likely. So. Yep, and this Superman could be dead, and we get another Jonathan from another planet and another universe. And what <laughs> would they kill <laughs> off the Superman though? I, you know, it's I have a feeling this Superman's going to die in the next two years anyway, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to give uh, Clark. A reason to go heal, if you will. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Time will tell. I think they're going to find a way to revert him back to being a kid. Because mm-hmm. those stories, to me, were better. Uh, you know, he had the, this, the uh, Super Sons. He had him with teamed up with Robin. They were, they were good stories. Know who did this the best? Iceman. When it was the past Iceman with the future Iceman... And well, because people felt bad for Iceman because Gene Gray went into young Iceman's head and basically told his secret. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so but, it was like. But they at least addressed being outed. They addressed the dynamic. And having him have two different versions of himself talk about it, it showed the struggle that somebody could have with coming out. So it was, in my opinion, a smart way to address a lot of the different things that you know, somebody coming out would go through. Because mm-hmm. older Bobby, once younger Bobby got out, it older Bobby was like, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, everything makes sense now. <laughs> right. So, but moving on from that, we'll see what happens. I wish Jonathan and Jay the best, mm-hmm. but we got something better. We have a new Fantastic Four, if you will. Um, and we've got the four faces of Doc Ock. Uh, Devil's Reign is going to be having uh, Doc Ock having his own Fantastic Four group made up of himself. Is that what I'm seeing? 
That is exactly what you're saying. They're going to come from Earth 614, 615, and 617. And what about six, 616? Haha, because I, <laughs> I, I didn't realize at first. I was like, wait a minute. He is from 616. He is 616. Keep you. Um, yeah, but at its core, this is a demented Fantastic Four book where we're taking a warped and weird journey through the Marvel multiverse, except our family is one comprised of Otto Octavius variants. Notice that they're using the variant. Of course, mm-hmm. that's going to be the new new thing now. Yep. Um, yeah, multiverse, variant, it's all in there. I just want to see, I'm interested in this because Doc Ock himself has been going through a journey right now in the Spider-Man comics because he's trying to find out like some missing time. And that missing time in his head is when he was as the clone of, of Peter mm-hmm. uh, uh, being a Scarlet Spider out West. When he, for anyone who doesn't know, he actually made it near the end. He made a deal with uh, Mephisto because everyone makes deals with Mephisto <laughs> and got turned back into his old body and was back as Doc Ock. But Mephisto erased his time as, as a, as a spider person. And so he, he forgot all of you know, Peter's secrets and everything. So he's been trying to figure out the, the missing time. I, I, I kind of want to see if he gets it back. Um, Moshko. When is this starting, and what's the title of it going to be? It's going to be called Devil's Reign Superior 4. It's going to be a four-part issue. Uh, there is no release as of right now, but Devil's Reign number one, the actual, you know, the start of the, the story arc for the entire Devil's Reign starts on December 1st. Cool. That's all of our comic news. Let's move into some TV. <laughs> Um, like we said, the news we knew was going to be a little bit light, uh, but, oh, just a, we'll be jammed back next week. An added note. <laughs> uh, we talked about that gunslinger number one. Mm-hmm. Todd was, he made an announcement on Instagram the other day of him signing them all in an exclusive pen. Oh, yeah, did, did you see all the books lined up that he was signing? Yeah. Like, I'm sure his hand was cramped. So he is an <laughs> animal. Him and John Cena have the, the best fast signature I've ever seen. I forget if you Google John Cena signing 1500 autographs, um, there's a video of him doing it and he's literally doesn't take a lunch. It's like an hour and 45 minutes and he signs like 1500 or 2,500, some ridiculous number. And then the last one was for the lady that was there like helping him. Mm -hmm. But it was literally like they put a stack they had the, and he just powered through it. And he did that, like, in the morning he did interviews, and then he did a Make-A-Wish thing, then he shows up for a workout, then he signs 1,500 of these, then he goes and does the show, then he flies, like, the work ethic of that man. But Todd also will just sign and mm-hmm. sign. Um, the only other person I've ever seen like that is Pete Rose. <laughs> um, he was supposed to do a four-hour signing at a, a shop in the mall I was working at one time, mm-hmm. and because the line didn't, you know, start getting low. He stayed an extra three hours, booked another Jeez. flight just to sign things for people. Um, let's talk uh, about the Daredevil uh, writer. <laughs> and Stephen tonight refuses to write for Marvel until CB Sabolsky is basically gone. CB Sabolsky. And C. if you remember CB Sabolsky, the controversy around him is he had a Japanese pen name that he used and interviewed as if he was a Japanese person and the world kind of blew up. Now 
<laughs> looking at this with knowledge of wrestling kayfabe and even some writers that have like Stephen King for years denied his alternate pen name mm-hmm. and even looking at some other situations where some like Garth Brooks having that whole other character <laughs> Chris Gaines like I can see where this would be okay for CB because he was a huge fan of the he didn't do anything with a negative intent mm-hmm. and to him it was creating a character so the interviews he was giving was a character giving this interview um, almost as if he was writing what this character would say now in the world we live in now none of that's okay and you know people are going to get upset but i don't think that we should bash this guy as much as he's getting for the love that he really has put into everything he's done for marvel but I, I like i don't know if you guys feel the same way but i don't i don't have the same kind of hatred now also i'm not japanese so i don't know <laughs> You're not, <laughs> but, but I don't, I, I don't want to just write him off. He's apologized. He's come clean for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. let's give this man a second chance. Um, it wasn't just his, I, like Marvel was involved in everything he was doing. They knew what he was doing. Like, let's not pin all the blame on him. Let's, it was a group decision that ended up upsetting people. So he changed it. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I, since, since like you just said, since there were more hands involved in this than just him, yeah, I'm okay. And nobody ever said that anything in his interviews was insulting or bad. So it's not like anything he did was a, like he didn't do anything in a racial, you know, or stereotypical way. It's just because he faked it is mm-hmm. what the upset is. Mm-hmm. It would be something completely different if he was, you know, what is it? Mickey Rourke in James Bond, you know, doing the yellow face, or was it Ed Rooney? Ed Rooney, James Bond. Was it you James mean, Bond? Which James? Are you talking Bond? Sin City? No, I forget. Did a yellow face actor? My brain's mush, but like he didn't come out and do a, a super stereotype of anything. He just mm-hmm. kind of came up with his character and did his thing. So. Right. It's, so we're not talking like uh what, Scarlett Johansson and Ghost in the Shell, that kind of Well thing. and I don't get me started, I don't think <laughs> Scarlett Johansson because even the writer was like, We never said that the robot right. was Asian. It was a robot and like they gave it a pass, so mm-hmm. Right. All right, let's move on. <laughs> what else do we have? Moving on. We've got some rumors. Sorry, Mick, I don't know why I said James Bond. I think I was just reading James Bond article. It was Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mickey, you said you Mickey. Were way I, off. I thought you said Mickey Rourke. <laughs> I <in>. did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I'm like, when was Mickey Rourke way and James off. Bond? Like, listen, like I said, it's been a busy week. I just rewatched all the James Bonds. I'm like, wait. Yeah, for the new one where they kill him. Uh, spoiler alert. Wow, spoiler alert. I don't care. That James oh, Bond deserved shit, to die. Shit, really? <laughs> yeah, he's See, he, that, yes. that's something that completely didn't uh, come across my Spoiler, desk. Spoiler alert, he died. They've at been the end. saying it for four years that they were killing uh, him. In they, this. Well, they said there would be a new double O. And there, there is. In, Not a new James in, Bond, a new double O. Yeah, right. And there was. And there is. Right. Yeah, yeah whatever. You know, and who's, who was the best one, right? Sean Connery. Right. 
there is nobody that's even come close to Sean Connery. Oh, uh, what Timothy Dalton? He was in no, the ones Timothy, in the eighties, uh, right? He did two. Timothy Dalton did two movies, and they were mm-hmm. super campy. I didn't mind the Timothy Dalton ones. The Roger Moore ones got very. Well, I liked Roger Moore, but his got very, very campy. Roger Moore had the one where he was going downhill in like the cello suitcase, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, his his got very goofy at the end. The last like three three movies he did, mm-hmm. and he he did one more movie than Sean Connery. Roger Moore did sevens. Sean Connery did six. Um, Pierce Brown did, did four. Right, we're way off topic. You guys yeah, are taking <laughs> you guys are taking this way further. I, I thought we would stop right around the eighties comment and talk about an eighties character on Whoa. in a movie that wow we did recently see in a cartoon that may He's come back. To, yeah, yeah. So Howard the Duck. So this is the rumor. Big Howard time rumor. The Duck. The Duck. Uh-uh. I think I called him Howard Duck. Howard Duck. Howard Duck. Uh, not too long ago. Uh, Wait, but where's this rumor coming from before we get started? <laughs> oh, this is even better. Well, I didn't even want to mention that. That's why I'm saying it's a rumor. Uh, but oh, somebody on 4chan, oh, uh, you know, if if you know what 4chan is, then you're probably in uh, that, that Q group. But we're not going to say any more about that <laughs> or we'll get shut down probably. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so a user happened to mention that they saw somewhere that Disney is in the early stages of developing a cartoon for Disney+. Plus starring howard so do you think this could be the howard the duck cartoon that was originally going to be on hulu i would they pulled back and then are just going to be putting on disney plus i would new direction think so because every time every time he shows up somewhere or people start talking like there's a huge following behind howard the duck and Mm -hmm. yes this is probably one of those 35 (laughs) you know projects that they have going uh, so we'll we'll see. They haven't, you know, officially said anything, but uh, apparently this is going to be said during the Disney Plus Day event thing. Um, so hopefully we'll it's still got Kevin Smith in, involved with it. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see. Although didn't he say he wasn't going to do anything associated with Marvel recently? Wow, Kevin Smith lied to us about things. No, <laughs> he is he's a voice That's never happened. You know what? I didn't know this. He was a he's a voice in the Sandman Audible serial thing that's going on right oh, is he now. really yeah i didn't know that nice with uh like what's his, uh john mcavoy or all right something well like that. speaking of more disney plus day which is the most they need to come up with a name for it yeah they do um, it's not D, well yeah i guess it's not d23 no that's something else so yeah. it looks like we're gonna getting a teaser for the ms marvel tv show mm-hmm. okay um and i think this is just to <laughs> hold us off because of it getting pushed back so I think this is going to be the equivalent of the Batman. The first two episodes we'll get teaser like stuff from. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a thing, a proof of concept. It's coming. Get excited, but pump your brakes. Mm-hmm. So we'll finally maybe get answers to if they did or didn't really change her powers. They're not going to show that in a teaser. Oh mm-hmm. yes, they will. Ow. I, I have a feeling we'll, we'll get a costume reveal, mm-hmm. which we already and kind of we'll saw. get like a few characters. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. I don't think we're going to see powers. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. show before the Marvels? Is it supposed yes. to be released before the Marvels? Yeah, this yeah, is so going to lead gonna into in, it. Yeah, she'll, she'll be in it, so. What if Rogue is the bad guy in this? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I just want to see Rogue mess up Captain uh, Marvel. Speaking of other rumors, uh, we don't have it in our notes here, but there is also another rumor of um, a Monica Rambeau show coming to Disney Plus. So 
they're all getting a show. Yeah, you get a show. You get a show. Yeah, I think uh, last week we didn't. Need, it was late in the week, so we didn't touch on it. But uh, Catherine Hahn and uh, you know Agatha or whatever gets oh, a yeah, show. Ag- too, Agatha's so. gonna get a show. So. For anybody Is that, that true? It, because every site I saw that mentioned that was we really got this covered. Well, I th- I think it's because she just did an interview recently, and they asked her if you want to come back, and she like the way she said like duh like. It was like a hint, hint, nudge, nudge. So she's definitely doing something. So I, I don't know if was... I would watch. As much as I love that character, I don't know if I would watch a show dedicated to her. Yeah, no. I don't know. If, it, if, if it's her, disco- like maybe her discovering her powers, like in between her origin and. Um, as long as it doesn't. And this is it's not going to happen. And Menti's not here. All right, it's on Variety. All... So it's. Okay. I mean, if they post it, it's. To go all go. crazy. But I'm. 100% over of having to make everything connect. Like, come on, Marvel. You can, it can still be connected, but you don't have to be like, look, look, we're connected. But that's, that's literally the thing on the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, they're connected, but you don't need to watch them because... Right, but they don't have to... Like, you don't have to show it all. Like, it doesn't have to be like, look at me, we're connected to this. They could do the same thing like the Netflix shows did. They were connected. They had little things here and there to show they were connected. The little Easter eggs and... But it didn't ram it down your throat like, don't worry, this is part of the MCU. Go watch the MCU. Here's a random note. She's also attached to a project for Showtime uh, about Joan Rivers. Weird. Interesting. All right, Huey, tell (laughs) us the news that you're so excited about. (laughs) I'm not – well, I mean, there's a possibility because we we still don't know if it's true or not, but there's a picture floating around of The Flash – with gold boots. So finally, eight years later, he's going to get the gold boots. Wow. You're, you're head over heels for this one. Wow. Wow. Oof. Wow. Does anybody still watch that show? I binged the last season just to catch up to get ready, but it's... Listen, the it's, quality it's on Superman is so good, I can't go back to anything else in the Arrowverse. And even the way they shoot it, like the way it's shot with Superman is amazing. It looks like a movie when you're watching it. I was hoping that Flash and all that would take that over, but they haven't. It's amazing what some color grading can do to a yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, right, a show. Like that's it. That's all you got. That's do. all they did. They graded it. They and, and it's in letterbox form. That's why Joker looks so freaking good. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to movies and the Ghostbusters joining, or at least a Ghostbuster joining the MCU. That was Slimer? it. That was the. The, the, wow. coming. You were reaching Slimer. on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's happening? What's uh, happening? So we've got Bill Murray, kind of, well, adjacent. We've got a Bill Murray adjacent actor. Wow. On the call sheet for Quantumania. <laughs> does that make sense? It does. And I, I could, I guess I'll explain a little bit more. So the, uh, Two, two points uh, that allow us to actually believe that this is a legitimate thing. So if anybody's familiar with Mandy.com, that's M-A-N-D-Y.com. It's not a oh, dating Mandy. site. It is for, uh, it's basically like a zip recruiter for actors. Uh, yep. So people post uh, posi- or spots for different roles, things like that. Um, so they're looking for a photo double of Bill Murray or, or for Bill Murray. Or I get, did it say Bill? Either way. Uh, just so you know what a photo double is, this is someone who can be used in, 
in a well, scene. They, they showed that a photo double had been cast. Yes, that's it. There you go. So it's the person that's normally the photo double, I think, was cast. This person. Mm-hmm. Which um, everybody typically has, you know, their... Uh, the stunt doubles. Well, there's a stunt double and then the photo double. The photo double right. is somebody that looks more like them. Think of fake Tom Cruise, that guy that goes around. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yeah, looks yeah. like Tom Cruise. Was he the guy at that game? He it might have been. He, no, it was legit because Connor was, was with Tom Cruise. Really? All right. Because a, a couple pictures, I'm like, eh. Well, his face was a little heavier. Um, he's just got done filming, so I'm sure he is. It also looked like he had SEAL Team 6 around him the whole time. <laughs> if you look at everybody sitting next to him in yep. the crowd. <laughs> um, but anyway, so a, a photo double is going to be somebody where they're in the background. You can kind of see them, but they're not the focus. Um, background. So it's like a, that's, that's them in the background. Yeah. Yep. So let's see. I would love to see Bill Murray have a cameo in the MCU. Um, I don't think he's done anything that wasn't amazing even even if he pop, pops in and pops out it's always good yep and he is truly one of the best human beings in the industry even though people have had some bad experiences with him just gonna say that um <laughs> that's gonna happen no matter what with anybody, if you so. watch the documentary uh what is it finding bill murray my experience with bill murray and it's just a bunch of people telling stories of random interactions of Bill Murray where he shows up at bars, buys mm-hmm. everybody drinks and then parties with them and then disappears. Like yep. his, uh, his main residence is in North Carolina, I think. Yeah. The Bill Murray stories, life lessons learned from, from Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. Go watch it. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, Bill Murray, he's the man. Cool. Moving on to who's supposed to be the be all end all of men. We got probably the dorkiest casting for <laughs> Space Jesus or Space Christ that we ever could. Space Christ. Space Christ. Uh, um, the dorky <laughs> kid from that movie with, was it Jason Sudeikis and uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston? That's immediately yeah. what I went to on that. He was in uh, Maze the Runner. The wait you guys are getting paid guy. <laughs> um, right. Will Poulter is going to be Adam Warlock. He looks just like the bully from Toy Story. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, live he action does. Toy Story. There you go. <laughs> He's can't, we got him already. We got Sid. So, <laughs> I don't know. And this has not been confirmed, but there it's are confirmed. multiple big name websites. So, uh, so I, this went up about, again, this is Monday. This went up at like three something on uh, Deadline and a bunch of other places. I think Deadline broke it. Uh, within like 30 minutes, James Gunn went on his Twitter account and said, hey, normally I dispel like all these type of rumors and things like that. He And he said, this guy is a- absolutely the actor and saying, congratulations, welcome to Marvel and all that good wow, stuff. That's, so that's... I call that confirmed. Yeah. Unless yeah, he's let's... really effing with the everybody. Let's hope <laughs> that I, I don't know what they can do. You know, because if you know Space Christ, Adam Warlock is supposed to be the perfection mm-hmm. like of you know body mm-hmm. and everything and you know i would picture somebody more along the lines of like a chris hemsworth you know to be honestly henry cavill is who That's, i was hoping they would cast yeah. as adam warlock yeah but henry might be tied up soon with uh 007 right but 
<laughs> I don't think he's going to be a good double. If he is, I think he'd be a bad 007. He's too big. But, like, for somebody who's supposed to be the perfect physical specimen, having him as Adam Warlock, I think, would be great. But moving on, we've got some Lego sets that show things that we've already known, like the Catwoman and Batman on motorcycle scene. But we also see a, a set of the Batcave that has the Riddler in it. So the final showdown could be the Riddler figures out who Bruce Wayne is and the showdown's in the Batcave. Spoilers. Yeah, Rumored we'll see. spoilers. We'll see. Rumored spoiler. Let's Thanks, end Lego. on... Let's end on something that's cool and not quite comic-related. We got some Ghostbusters Afterlife news from New York Comic Con. Um, I'm super jealous because at the end of the panel, they were like, you guys have waited long enough. Here's the freaking movie. (laughs) So people in New York got to see the movie. And you knew that would have been one of the panels we would have gone to. Of course. And then would have screamed like schoolgirls when they were like, here's the movie. (laughs) Yeah, what what was funny is they did a, a giant panel and uh you know they were talking about how it was to you know be on set with uh, so Jason Reitman uh Ivan Reitman's it. son Ivan Reitman but Ivan Reitman was on there as a I believe a writer too yep. uh producer and they said they were like you know attached at the hip and you know it, it, someone asked like how did it how was it when you received criticism from your, your father and you know, how did that go? And he's like, you know, the one thing you don't want to say on screen or on, uh, on set is, you know, yelling at your dad or saying something like dad, what? So <laughs> it was, it, you know, neat little tidbit. And I, I want to say the, the full interviews somewhere, you might be able to see it on a uh, Hollywood reporter. Well, here's the thing that really gets me for this film. One, the Reitmans are back doing it. Mm-hmm automatically gives you some street cred too. They're doing as much practical as they can, just like the originals. Um, There's a new documentary called Cleaning Up the Town Mm -hmm. uh, based on the Ghostbusters, and they basically go through making of the first film, and I don't know if people know this, like they were basically said, okay, the movie's releasing on this date. Here's your money, go make it. Mm-hmm. And they were still filming stuff three weeks before it released. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, another interesting thing before they started production, you know, if you saw in the trailer, they're you know whipping around in Ecto One in the um, cornfield. Yeah. yeah, they they went there. I guess the the winter before they were going to start shooting and planted all that corn out in a field I in heard that they, didn't want to that to, they didn't want to destroy anyone's actual crops right. they made their own field yeah. and they also didn't want to do it in cgi they wanted it yeah. to be practical so that's yeah. that's i i had really no interest in seeing this after the last debacle um that was i still haven't seen the last story. piece of shit right so i wasn't excited until i read you know this and heard you know information about what happened at the con so i'm excited i now. got geeked out when i saw the announcement teaser mm-hmm. of ecto mm-hmm the way that was shot just felt like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't care about all the other controversy and the, right. the gender role swap of the last one. Nothing in any trailer or any footage looked or felt like the Ghostbusters. There's a tone, there's a color grade, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. This movie looks like it has it. It has the spirit of Ghostbusters in it. And it I looks agree. like it's going to hit everybody right in the feels. 
But on that note, closer to our time than we've been in weeks. Wow, only a few minutes over now. Wow. Um, we didn't have any comic news. <laughs> listen, I like the 30-minute shows. You know, when I drive to work every day, I can listen. <laughs> or you can yeah, listen to a three-hour show that'll get you to your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> your, your, your whole drive, was it 20 steps from your bed to your uh, office? I think it's to make a pit stop between there. Um, but yeah, Moshko, do that thing. You can find everything that is Fireside at welcometofireside.com. You could also find us at Welcome to Fireside on... It's a whole lot of Welcome to Fireside. So that's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Fireside Crew on Twitter. There's also a Patreon, a TikTok. Well, I don't think we're on TikTok. Huey's on TikTok. I'm we're on, not I'm on, on TikTok. TikTok. And uh, just make sure you like, follow, subscribe, <laughs> all that good stuff. Check out MoshcoCollectibles.com. Uh, sponsor. As Stephen Amell would say, uh, I don't do, you know, the, the ticker talker, I don't know the, the ticker much about. Talker. That's fantastic. And we're all on social media. You can find our links on, uh, I think, the wild, uh, Welcome to Fireside page. Yeah, sure. I think. Or, yeah, or Facebook. Whatever. Join the group. Uh, I'm Mr. Mauer. I'm the guy bitching about things on the interwebs. I'm the Huey. You can find me everywhere, basically, Fireside's baby Huey. Check his uh, toy reviews out. Um, yeah, yesterday just dropped a uh, new Batman one, the Retro 66 Batman from McFarlane. Yeah, if you just found us at the website, just look to the right, and it's right there. Check out the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also getting close to that time of year, and I figured I'd put it out there before we end. If you have a favorite issue of this year, um, let us know, and maybe we'll consider putting that into our Greatest Hits wrap-up. But... On that note, let's wrap this up. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.